You may have heard that introducing eggs and peanuts early in your child's life is a bad idea. Here's why that's wrong. Welcome to 9 Minutes to Better Health, a podcast series that breaks down real science for you to use in your daily life. G'day, I'm Dr Nick Fuller. I'm an obesity expert from the University of Sydney and Royal Prince Alfred Hospital. Each podcast, I tackle the latest research on interesting health and wellness subjects. I'll chat about topics like, are carbs at night going to cause weight gain? Will soft drink kill you? Which is a topic we tackled last week, so make sure to go back and listen, particularly if you have a soft drink addiction. Or today's podcast, at what age do I introduce eggs and peanuts to my child? Food allergies can be very scary. Egg and peanut allergies affect approximately 1 in 10 kids under 4. Therefore, for most of you listening, it's a topic that can cause great fear because of the worry and anxiety it can trigger, particularly if your child has an allergy or if there's a family history of allergies. It's also important to discuss because many of us parents avoid the likely suspects altogether. For example, egg, milk and peanut in fear that it may cause an allergic reaction. But as I'm going to discuss in today's podcast, this is not the correct way to approach it. Just to be clear, in today's chat, I'm specifically referring to the prevention of food allergy, not the management. Allergies happen when your child's immune system reacts to an allergen, the most common being egg, milk and peanut. Symptoms of mild or moderate allergic reactions include things like rash, swelling, tingling mouth or lips, or a sore stomach. But signs of a severe reaction or anaphylaxis include difficulty breathing, a tight throat, persistent cough, and even fainting. Egg and peanut allergies are the most common, and therefore these are the two we're going to tackle today. Should you be avoiding these foods? The brief answer, no. You shouldn't be avoiding egg and peanut. It is recommended to introduce both of these foods into your child's diet in the first year of their life, around four to six months of age, or when they're developmentally ready to eat solids. And these guidelines are the same for all babies. Yes, even if you have a family history, because studies have shown that introducing eggs and peanuts as early as possible helps children to develop a tolerance to these foods. And now I'm going to explain why. But make sure to stick around to the end because I've got some practical tips for how and when to introduce these foods into your child's diet. There have been a series of recent publications in this space, so I've dug out three types of different studies. A large review, a longitudinal study, and a randomized controlled trial. The first one I'm going to talk about was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. This was a meta-analysis, a type of study that brings together all the results of previous studies on this topic. And what the researchers are investigating in this study is the optimum age to introduce the usual suspects that cause food allergy. Interestingly, what the researchers found was that the early introduction of egg from four to six months and the early introduction of peanut from 4 to 11 months, well, the better the outcomes. What I'm saying is there was a lower risk of developing egg or peanut allergy the earlier they were introduced. But the nature of these reviews or this type of study is that they inherently include a mix of different studies with different designs and varying quality, so they do come with their limitations. But there are other types of studies that also support these findings, which brings me to the second paper I'm going to discuss. A longitudinal or follow-up study which investigated the development of egg allergy by three years of age 
And in this study, they used data from a cohort of infants that had been hospitalised with persistent cough and breathing difficulties. This study had a much smaller sample size, 770 infants instead of the thousands in the previous study we just discussed. But again, the results show that the early introduction of egg and peanut was associated with a decreased risk of developing food allergy. And for the third piece of literature, I want to highlight a gold standard randomised controlled trial, or RCT, that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. In this study, they randomly assigned 640 infants with severe eczema, egg allergy, or both, to consume or avoid peanuts until five years of age. And this is very interesting as they were testing the effect of introducing peanuts in infants that are at high risk of peanut allergy. It's also important to mention that five years is a very long time for a randomised controlled trial due to the large costs involved. And when I look at the results, the prevalence of peanut allergy at five years of age was 13.7% in the avoidance group, those told to stay away from peanuts, and only 1.9% in the consumption group. So nearly 10 times higher risk of developing allergy in those who avoided it. Again, supporting the findings from the other two trials, but now in a gold standard research trial. What do the guidelines say? Older government guidelines advised us to avoid foods such as peanut and egg when starting solids, but there is now an increasing body of evidence that early introduction of these foods is preferable, as it may decrease the risk of developing food allergies in infants. Consequently, government guidelines have been updated and now tell us to start early, at four months, or when developmentally ready to start solids. So, I'll go through how this can be incorporated. My advice and to avoid any complications, you need to start by introducing cooked egg and peanut into your child's diet very slowly and monitor for potential reactions. If there's a family history of allergies, this should be done in consultation with your GP or healthcare professional. Firstly for egg, simply give them a very small amount of egg, a quarter of a fingernail or a quarter of a teaspoon and then you observe for 30 minutes. If there's no allergic reaction, you can then give another further half fingernail of cooked egg and observe again for another 30 minutes. If all goes well, from here you continue to include egg in your infant's diet in gradually increasing amounts every week. And it's a similar process for peanut. Rub a small amount of smooth peanut butter on the inside of your child's lip, not on their skin. If there's no allergic reaction after a few minutes, you can then give your child a quarter of a teaspoon of peanut butter and observe for another 30 minutes. Then proceed with a further half teaspoon of peanut butter, similar to the egg process, and observe for another 30 minutes. If all goes well, you can continue to include peanut in your child's diet in gradually increasing amounts every week. But if there's an allergic reaction at any step for both the egg or peanut process I've just explained, you must stop feeding to your child and seek medical advice. What about if your child has a reaction? Mild or moderate allergic reactions, for example swelling of the lips, eyes or face, or vomiting can be treated using non-sedating antihistamines such as loratadine. But if there are symptoms of anaphylaxis, for example difficulty or noisy breathing, pale or floppy, swollen tongue, you must treat with an EpiPen if one is available and call an ambulance immediately. The take-home message Experts agree there appears to be a window of opportunity in the first year of life where exposure to foods such as peanut and egg decreases the risk of allergy to these foods. That's all for today. 
So please give us a like and share with others if you're enjoying the content and make sure to subscribe to the podcast to stay updated. The information provided in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It does not substitute professional medical advice or consultations with healthcare professionals.